Hello, welcome to Lisa Express podcast. My name is Elizabeth Akunyuli. At Lisa Express, our goal is to help you experience sexual, emotional, and mental wellness. And that's what we've been doing for the last five years. We will be six in two months time. Oh, two months plus. Yeah, I'm already in the holiday mood. The excitement. <laughs> Okay, so last month, our series was Get Towards Parents, where we were talking about avoiding traumatic parenting. And if you missed that series, okay, you didn't miss it. It's recorded, so go listen to it, right? Go listen to Avoiding Traumatic Parenting. If you're planning to be a parent, if you're pregnant, yes, your kids are not grown enough for you to be running and wondering what to do with your teenagers, but this is when to prepare. And if you have children already, it's never too late to start. It's better you fix it now than they leave your house and then they are traumatized because you were their parent. You don't want that to be your story. Also, on our Instagram, we did the Avoiding Traumatic parenting series with wisdom wednesday so wisdom wednesday is the platform where we give you questions conversation starters and triggers we trigger your thinking trigger your conversations to look at things a little deeply in order to find healing and harmony and we have 50 solid questions guys 50 solid questions that every parent needs to ask themselves. And this is just about your kids. There are other questions there for you. But I mean, avoiding traumatic parenting. So if you're someone who intends to be a parent or you're a parent already, just go digging. All you need to do is go to www.lizaexpress.com. And now we return to the single people. This month is for you people. This month is singleness all through, right? And it's amazing. It's really amazing because on the team, at the Lisa Express team, we figured we had more content for avoiding traumatic parenting and parenting, parenting, parenting from Wisdom Wednesday, except when we were done collating. To our shock, the single people had it. So we knew it was improper. I mean, you've won this Instagram thing. We might as well come to podcast and give you great content that attends to your questions. And one of the first questions I am going to start with is the question of single and romantic. When we ask people to draw the wheel of life, if you're hearing that for the first time, I don't want to say you're wrong, but maybe kind of sadder, you know, <laughs> you might need to go on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is where we have the bulk of our content aside our website. So just go to Instagram and search for Lisa Express Consult or search for Lisa Express C. Yeah, there are videos and a particular set for growth. There's a video on the wheel of life. What is the wheel of life and how do you use the wheel of life? I promise you it's not lengthy. It's just four minutes. Now, the wheel of life is divided into eight equal parts. And um, you have areas like your spirituality, your finance, your romance life, your family and friends, and etc. Go watch the video so you can find the other details. Now, when single people feel the wheel of life, there is always an assumption that their romance life is a zero. You know, I'm not dating. So what's my romance life? You do have a romance life and it's a solid one. So can, can we clear that out? That you're not dating someone does not mean you don't have a romantic plan. It does not mean you are romantically unhealthy. For you to say your romance life is a zero, it means there's nothing there. It's empty. It's an empty container. However, when I'm done today... <laughs> Some of us might realize we are not even on a zero, we are on a minus. 
I mean, if any, if you offered mathematics, which I'm sure you did, if you're in Nigeria and whatever country you're in, I don't know what your curriculum is, but in junior secondary school in Nigeria, everybody does mathematics. And in secondary school, yeah, everybody does mathematics. I hope they do in your country. There is something called number line where you have zero to positive numbers in front. So that would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, etc. And then you have negative numbers behind zero or before you reach zero. That's on the left side. You have minus one, minus two, minus three. Some of us might be on the minus scale today by the time I'm done. So can I be single and romantic? Absolutely, yes. But is there a possibility that I'm not? Absolutely, yes. Now let's dig into it. As a single person, what you are is what you give to a relationship. What you are, what you are, who you are right now, what you carry is what you offer a relationship. That's why when the question comes up, what do you bring to the table? A lot of people get pissed because they really don't know what they bring to the table. I mean, if you ask an average young man raised in the culture we all know, what do you bring to the table? He's going to be thinking money. He's going to be thinking sexual prowess. It's crazy the things men are raised with. The toxicity of it. It's not a feminine problem or a masculine problem. It's just the way we are all raised. The crazy assumption that one person is supposed to give to you thinks that you cannot give to yourself. So he's raised to believe he has to be the highest earner. He has to give it to you in that, which is fantastic if he can, which he should strive to do, but not at the detriment of his identity and his person. So when you ask an average man, what do you bring to the table? If he is in a place where he feels he's not financially buoyant, he will be irritated, he will be livid, and you're wondering, you could be bringing love. You could be bringing comfort. He's not seen all of that. What he's seen is his deficiency. The same thing happens to an average lady when you ask her, what do you bring to the table? That question is usually seen as spiteful because it feels like you're asking, what's your account balance? So first of all, if someone asks you, what do you bring to the table and you are livid, I need you to pay attention to that emotion. Because you are not angry at the question, you are angry at what you perceive is your deficiency. So as a single person, that's my first question to you. What do you bring to the table? And it's not just romantically. Many of us approach romance like it's another life. But it's you. It's you. It's the same person. If you were in the office in a board meeting and someone asks you, what do you bring to the table? What would be your response? I'm sure you would look at your skill set. I'm sure you would look at the problems on ground. I'm sure you're going to articulate those two, put it side by side every person in the room and highlight your niche, highlight your special skills, something you know they cannot compete. Then you're going to bring your spice and finish it off. So why do you feel like your relationship is different? What do you bring to the table? What's your personality? Who are you? What can you do? How do you make life better for another person? Those are part of the things you bring to the table. So if you were not secure in yourself, a relationship does not make you more secure. So that you got in a relationship doesn't mean you have bliss. 
you have romantic bliss. No, you don't. Because you don't even have bliss as a person. You're not excited on your own. So even if you get in a relationship, you will be in a relationship, but your romance will still be zero. So your romance is not dependent on whom you're dating. It's dependent on you first. What do you bring to the table? What do you carry? And that takes me to number two. What do you carry? Some of us are carrying baggage. And I stay here for a bit. Some of us are carrying serious baggage. And when I say baggage, I don't mean it in derogatory sense of, oh, go deal with your baggage before you come to me. Absolutely do that. But understand first what a baggage is. If you go to the airport and they're checking in, during check-in, there is a certain weight your box is not allowed to go beyond. If it is beyond that weight, you would have to divide what's inside that luggage so that it doesn't exceed that figure. Because if it exceeds it and everybody has unstable luggage weights, it's difficult for them to structure and know how much they are carrying. That's one. They might end up having an imbalanced structure. So some of us are carrying much more than we have capacity for. Can any child cook? Yes. Can any human being cook? Yes. But if I send a five-year-old to go make breakfast, that is child abuse. Because that child has no business being around fire. Except breakfast is getting sliced bread on the dining. The child has no business being there. The child can stay in the kitchen with me and talk with me and learn with their eyes and play along and mess around with the dough. But they don't go to the oven. I don't send them to put on electric, touch the electric wiring or anything. I don't because they don't yet have the capacity for it. If my child carries my handbag, I would comfortably carry that handbag from morning till evening out. But if my two-year-old comes to carry my handbag it's going to look like a traveling box or something it's going to look like the serious luggage because that's what it is to that person at that age and at that phase some of us are carrying more things than we should some of us are carrying more mental baggage some of us are carrying emotional struggles than our age requires, than this phase of our life requires, or perhaps something we should have even dropped long ago, like a particular trauma. If you're a sexual abuse victim, you of all persons, and you've been listening to me, you of all persons will know I am absolutely on your side. I am for you. I am with you. I am always excited to hold your hand and walk you through the process. But if you keep an abuse trauma unresolved longer than it needs to be with you you are actually self-harming you're not taking your time to heal no that's not what it is that's the excuse you give yourself i'm just taking my time eventually i will get to it you will get to it it's been 10 years you will get to it it's been 20 years it's your life if you don't take charge of it nobody's going to so with the abuse history and the I will take my time and I will get to it. When do you intend to get to it? It's not even about a romantic partner right now. It's the fact that you're not even romantic to yourself. Let me tell you the implication of not healing, especially as sexual abuse. Is that even if you get a romantic partner, you don't get to enjoy the emotional benefits of a relationship because you're all 
always on edge. You're never sure what could happen. A part of you will feel victimized. Every tiny thing is going to feel like an attack on your person. And the interesting part is that you will have a partner you are attracted to, but you're not experiencing good sex. Because your memory of sex has been tampered with. Your sex script has been corrupted. And you're not formatting. You're not reinventing anything. You think it's reinvention, but you're not reinventing. You are actually just preserving your trauma because you don't want to deal with it. Dealing with it means you have to confront it. And you don't want to do that. And you are grading your romance life as a zero because you're not dating. That's not the problem. The problem is that you're not dating. No, that's not your problem. Your problem is that you are not romantic with yourself. I said I was going to stay here a bit regarding trauma. What are you carrying? Some of us are carrying more professional struggles than we should. I understand the concept of time management and the sense of urgency. If you tell yourself, I will do it in one week, you will do it in one week. If you tell yourself, you'll do it in one month, you get it done in one month. If you tell yourself, you get it done in one year, you get it done in one year. But there's also something called pacing. If you do not pace yourself, you would kill yourself today with the pressure for tomorrow. You will carry on so much today that you will not enjoy today. If you're listening to me and you are above 30 or you're heading towards 40, you would have noticed at some point, if you've not paid attention over the years, if you've paid attention, this might not have happened to you. But if you haven't paid attention to your life over the years, you would realize that you think of certain age in your life. Like, what happened when I was 25? That year just blew, just went. Because you were not in the age. You were living for tomorrow, which is great. But you can be so stuck in the future that you don't even see the present. Some of us are even still single because, I mean, we don't even realize there are great people around us. Our heads are always in the cloud. I said this series is for the single people. <laughs> it's important that you know what you are carrying. In our audio course, Single and Ready to Mingle, I recommend you listen to that audio course. It will help you get what you really want. We talked about the reason why you were still single. And one of it was having people around you who were not letting you realize that you were single. Great relationships, no doubt. But they were providing everything a relationship could give you. Some of us do not realize that we have a great life. We are so bothered about the fact that our romance life is a zero, that we're beginning to pressure ourselves. And we're going to deal with that in this series, single and pressured. So number one, what do you bring to the table? Number two, what are you carrying? If you're carrying a trauma, this is a great time to drop it. And you know exactly how to reach me. Even if I don't put a phone number on this podcast and I don't mention the website anymore, or I don't tell you the Instagram account, you know how to reach us, but I'm going to do that. All you need to do is go to www.lizaexpress.com or go on IG and send us a message in our DM, Instagram, Twitter, at Lisa Express C, or WhatsApp us at plus two three four nine zero three eight six eight five nine two eight. Now is a great time to let that trauma go. Be romantic to yourself. Raise that zero to a five. Then try and raise it. No, raise it to a two even. And then raise the two to a four. You're running on empty. Can you be single and romantic? Yes. Absolutely, yes. 
but romance starts from you. If you keep friends who are constantly amplifying your trauma, that's draining from you because what it means is you'll keep going in circles. We talked about that in Single and Ready to Mingle as well. There are friends who keep you in trauma bonds. And so you keep trying to break out, to recover, but you can't recover. This is for people who are dealing with trauma issues. You keep trying to recover, but there's this friend who keeps undermining the trauma or this friend who keeps being a trauma contest with you. Have you met those kind of people? When you tell them, oh, yesterday I had a bad day and they tell you, oh, you've not had my own, my day was worse. When you tell them my family had this issue, my family's own is worse. What is going on here? If you're keeping those kind of people around you, they will be draining you. So it's almost impossible that you will move forward and be romantic to yourself when you have those kind of people around you. If you don't heal because you want to heal. I mean, some people come for therapy and they come for therapy because my friend went to therapy and they said, and this happened and that's why I'm coming for therapy. But my friends have been insisting I go for therapy. That's I'm, Yes, it's good to be inspired by your friends to go to therapy. But if you're going to therapy just so you can mark attendance and tell your friends, I saw the therapist yesterday, you're not helping yourself. Again, this is for people dealing with traumas. This is for people who are carrying more baggage than they should be carrying. And you know it. Whether that baggage is an abuse story, whether that baggage is dissatisfaction, whether that baggage is a job that drains you, whether that baggage is a sex life you cannot comprehend or that stresses you out, whether that baggage is something that makes you feel disconnected from yourself, you know it. Let it go. And you might not be able to let it go on your own. That's where professional comes in. For some of us, the baggage we're still carrying that is not letting us move into our next romantic phase or be romantic with ourselves is a beef we have with our ex. I mean, your ex is living his life or living her life, but you're stuck on what they did to you for three years. When you keep going back to places that victimize you, you keep putting yourself in that loop. You need to check yourself. Why do I feel like my romance life is zero? Where am I going to? Who am I speaking with? You keep writing a list for your spec, but not putting in the effort to become the spec. This is number three. And some of us are sitting proudly on this table. So in Nigeria, we break tables. Matters like this. Hmm? You're writing a list of how your spec has to have a certain account balance, how they have to have a certain personality, how they have to have gone for six fellowships, how they have to have traveled to how many countries. You can travel to how many countries. Great. Great. How your ex has to be someone who is not narcissistic. He's not someone who is condescending. Or someone who is always looking for attention. You have this long list on emotional stability that this person ought to give you. I'm going to ask you, do you have, do you have can you afford the things you are demanding? That's number three. Number one, what do you bring to the table? Number two, what are you carrying? Number three, can you afford the things you are asking for? Some of us are asking people to give us things we can't afford to give to ourselves. No wonder our romantic life is a zero or so we claim. In your wheel of life, why is your romance life zero? Are you single because you keep demanding things from people that you can't give yourself? Some of us keep, we come online and we talk about narcissism, but if our friends will be honest, we are the narcissistic ones. Some of us come online and talk about how this person and that person is belittling and how they are proud and they are arrogant and they are this and they are that. But we have those exact traits. 
Everybody comes online and talks about toxic masculinity and toxic femininity and toxic this and toxic that. Are you sure you're not the toxic one? Because if you are, this is a good place to show some love to yourself. This is a good place to start on learning. And some of those negative habits are there as coping mechanisms. Again, from traumas we've not handled, from baggages we've not let go of. Wouldn't you rather heal? Wouldn't you rather have a fantastic life whether you ever end up with someone or not? If you never end up with someone, are you telling me that you're going to live with that trauma for the next 20 years? Are you telling me that you're not going to heal until this person who hurt you comes back to apologize? Are you going to keep your life on pause waiting for them? Number four, as to if you can be single and romantic, yes. But not when you keep your life on pause waiting to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of us... <laughs> Ah, uh, some of us want things. We really do want things. And if we push ourselves, we have the capacity to get it done. But we're hoping someone is going to waltz into our lives and fix it on our behalf. You want to travel. Why must you be dating before you travel? It's not like you don't even have the money. It's a different thing. Why are you stuck? You don't want to go to therapy until you have a partner. It's like, baby, go now. Oh, I don't want to go, baby, please. You know, if you don't go, a relationship is not going to work. Really? You're going to wait until someone babies you to go for therapy? You're going to sit down and hope that someone somewhere is going to be calm to help you with your anger issues? You know you have anger issues, but you will not go for therapy. You will not see a counselor. You will not go for an anger management class. You will not do anything whatsoever. You're looking for a partner who is calm to help you with your anger. No, I didn't get my life calm so you can come disrupt it with your volcano. Get away from me. If you can't fix a problem, then go fix it. Again, what if you never did? Will you leave your life on pause so you would wait until you mistakenly murder someone? Because you didn't have a partner who could calm you down. You're going to stay broke until you find someone who can give you money. Is that what you're saying? You keep pressuring yourself to date at a certain age because you've polished your life until that age. Ah, okay. Single and pressured, we're going to have this conversation. But some of us can't seem to look at our romance life in any way or form and be excited because we've postponed it in our minds till a certain phase. You know, when I lose my belly fat, that'll be around my birthday. Then I will have a partner. Then we'll do couple goals. Why do you need a partner to have a great birthday? Why do you need a partner to get in shape? And I'm sure on your list, you have a partner who is in shape. So if your partner too was out of shape, waiting to meet you before they get in shape, what would be your response? So your life can be single, you can be single and have a romantic life. But the question is, are you intentional enough? The problem is not that you are single, that you're not dating someone. The problem is that you are not intentional. In the course Single and Ready to Mingle, we were redefining the word single as single not being someone who is out of a relationship, but someone who is out of a relationship and whole. Did you hear that? Someone who is out of a relationship and whole. Meaning, if you never get in a relationship, you'll live fine. 
And if you do get in a relationship, it will be amazing. When we informally had the conversation I'm having on this podcast, I remembered asking, if someone was to date you right now, what would change in their life? Will it change for the better or will they become traumatized? Mm. So you had question to answer. Will someone, because of your behavior, if they date you in three months, what will their mental health become? Will they feel undeserving? Will they develop low self-esteem? Will they develop anger issues? Will they become insulting? Will they become traumatized because they met you? If they will, then please do stay single until you sort your problems. You can be single and romantic. You just have to be intentional. If you have any questions whatsoever you will want me to answer, personal questions, then feel free to email us at richalizaexpress.com or go on the website and just fill the contact form. Better still, send a message in our DM on Twitter or Instagram at Lisa Express C. Until next week, Monday, have a great week.